Hey there, before we dive into this week's episode, I just wanna give you a little bit of a teaser heads up that I have a brand new program opening for application only enrollment on August 7th. There are gonna be way more details to come in the coming weeks, but I just wanted to let you know so that you can be prepared for that date August 7th, there will be the application sent out. And then from there, there will be a limited number of spots that we are enrolling in this small group program. Mark your calendars, August 7th. More details are coming, but I just wanted to let you know. All right, let's get started. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Crickets to Cha-Chings. My name is Lauren Keplinger, and I'm glad to have you back. This week on um, the podcast, we are gonna be talking about what's up with Etsy. I talk to a lot of Etsy sellers um, and that is a unique and really fun um, benefit of this podcast and Instagram and all of those things. But the thing that it also allows me to see is larger industry trends when I start to hear the same stories over and over again. So each one of us feels like whether it's good and we've done something amazing or it's not so good and things are only suffering for us or declining for us, um, we all feel like we're the only ones that are having that experience. Like, why are my sales so low? Or, oh my gosh, things are amazing for me. Um, and that there is, it's harder to see that larger picture, the larger trends, when you're only able to see your own stats and to intimately know the behind the scenes details of your own shop. But because I have thousands of people that are connected with me on Instagram and I have hundreds of people that email me and you know are on live calls with me and all of this stuff. I'm able to hear all of these stories and their own experiences and see the stats and hear the actual percentages of a larger group of people than just the anecdotal evidence from one or two. What that allows me to see is when there's a pattern or when there's a trend, what people are saying, what people are experiencing. So I wanna talk about that today because my guess is you're probably going to relate to a lot of what I'm talking about in this episode, which is Etsy sales are down. And I have always told you, if you look back or listen back at my old episodes of this podcast, I have always said, I am not loyal to Etsy. I have never been loyal to Etsy. I utilize Etsy in as much as it can help me with my business, which is an e-commerce brand making monogrammed baby gifts. Um, and I use the Etsy platform as far as it will benefit my brand and my business. But I don't care about Etsy one way or the other. So this has never been a raw, raw Etsy podcast, although Obviously, there were a lot of years where Etsy was just, I mean, through the roof like a gold mine. Those days are not really now. <laughs> Those days are kind of gone um, to a certain extent. Not that you can't still be successful on Etsy, and I absolutely don't think that that's true. You can still be successful on Etsy, but I think that the limitations of how far you can go with Etsy 
are a lot narrower than they were back in the day of, you know, having multiple six-figure sales or starting an Etsy shop and then, you know, having your first $10,000 month within like two months of getting started and your first year in business, you have $100,000 in sales and blah, 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 blah. When I hear stories like that nowadays, I do not believe them. <laughs> I think those people are lying. Um, so I, that might be really ugly for me to say, but I'm just gonna say it anyway because I know Etsy and I know after having just barely under a million dollars in sales on the platform, I'm not a newbie, I'm not an idiot. If you tell me that you had a million dollars in sales last year and you only have 5,000 5, sales in your Etsy shop, that's not true, it's just not true. So that's another story for another day as to why anybody would tell you that. But across the board, what I am seeing over and over and over and over again is that Etsy sales are down. Whether you've been selling on Etsy only, you know, the last year or two years, or whether you started during COVID, if you started right before the pandemic and your shop grew really, really quickly through the pandemic years, then I can almost 100% guarantee that your sales are down from where they were. But even those of us that have been selling for 10, 12, 14 years on the platform at really high levels of sales, um, are experiencing a decline in sales. So what the heck is going on? What is up with Etsy? I should probably caveat it at this point by saying that I am not, in fact, a financial analyst. So I am reading reports and um, like stock earnings stuff um, only from like a, you know, normally educated buyer, not with any kind of like past history of studying this stuff or anything, but it's not super hard to understand here if you can read through the lines. In quarter one of 2023, Etsy sales actually are down. Etsy's gross merchandise sales were down 4.7% as a company. So that means the amount of stuff that they sold on their platform declined by almost 5%. That's a very large percentage in my mind. Um, I don't know how it relates to other companies, but it's a big percentage to say that there is not only no growth, but actually a decline of almost 5%. Nothing has happened there that has made that happen. So there, I mean, nothing like related to other people stepping into the market. So it's not like, some other website has come along and has taken this part of the market share or that, you know, there's been some external force that has absorbed that share of what Etsy was selling. Instead, I would say that people are just spending less money. This is where you see the economic impact of people tightening their wallets. And when people begin to tighten their wallets because of inflation and, student loans that had been on hold for forever and they were hoping were gonna be forgiven and then I don't even know what has all happened with that, but I know they haven't all been forgiven. Um, interest rates going up, all of that stuff. People have less money to spend. That's the whole purpose of the Fed's raising interest rates, like on a super, super simplified uh, 
explanation. So people have less money to spend and they are spending less money on Etsy. All right, that's pretty self-explanatory and not necessarily alarming. That is part of a larger trend in retail as a whole. Um, and you know, there's only so much that you can do there to make people spend more money when they are tightening the reins on their wallets and cutting back. The part of it that gives me pause and actually is really unsurprising to me, but I think that um, it's good to put it in objective terms because it's not just a matter of saying like, well, I feel like this and this and this, or uh, I feel like this is happening, to be able to actually read reports that are saying like, no, this, this actually is happening, <laughs> um, allows you to react to it, allows you to take the steps that you need to take based on the information that you have and what's actually going on in the marketplace. So when Etsy started talking about their own revenue, so not gross merchandise sales, but their own revenue as a company in Q1 of 2023, their revenue as a company went up 10% in spite of the fact that their gross merchandise sales went down. What that tells you is that Etsy is making money off of sellers. It was noted in this report that their revenue was up because of, or partially because of at least, the increase in fees on the seller end. So when they raise their fees from 5% to 6.5%, even though they their um, gross merchandise sales decreased, that was a large percentage. So if you take 6.5 divided by five, it was a 30% increase in fees, even though it was only a 1.5% actual increase of the fee. So from 5% to 6.5%, that is a 30% jump. So if nothing else happens, if they sell exactly the same amount of gross merchandise on the platform last year when the fees were 5% and this year when it's 6.5%, they're going to make 30% more. So that's important to note because it's it's important for us as, I feel like Etsy is like kind of a weird middle ground where um, are they making money off of what they're doing to the end consumer or for the end consumer who is the buyer of our shop or are they making money from us? Are we the consumer? Who is, who's the customer here? The buyers or the sellers? My argument would be that the sellers are the customers um, even though it doesn't really seem like it should be. It seems like in an ideal world, the buyer of our shop is the customer that Etsy makes the most money off of. We make money, you know, they make money when we make money. And that is true. They do make money when we make money, but they are also making money off of us as the customer. And what this report is really telling me is they are making money off of sales that are happening on Etsy, but they're making more money off of the fees and the flat rate fees that they're charging to the sellers. They reported that in Q1 of 2023, 
sellers grew, the number of active sellers on the platform grew 3.8% and buyers only grew 0.4%. So less than one half of a percent, so barely anything. They noted also for the whole year of 2022 that they grew their buyer base by 1% and that that was the first time that they were able to report a positive growth of buyers since 2021, which you're still talking pandemic years in 2021. So the fact that it had not grown at all since that is not good. That's not good. We can't do anything about the fact that their buyer base is not growing, but it's important to really understand the impact of what that means for your business. There are more sellers coming into the platform than buyers. There are fewer buyers for a higher number of sellers. So as a whole, as like actual flat numbers, there are more buyers than sellers. There's like 90 million buyers and 5 million sellers or something like that. But as a percentage of growth, sellers are coming in faster than buyers and not just a little bit faster, a lot faster. The problem with that as well, I mean, that's a problem in general, but the bigger problem here is that every report that I have read from Etsy's earnings reports that they put out every quarter, they have not put out Q2 of this year yet. Um, I think it is coming out next month. But every report that I have read about Etsy in the last, I would say 12 to 18 months, really stresses and really underlines the importance of the revenue that they are generating off the backs of sellers through listing fees, payment processing fees, all of that kind of stuff. Although the payment processing fees and all of that, they only get if you actually make a sale, but they always, always, always stress ad revenue. They are making money off of sellers ad revenue and they continue to stress it as really important and it seems to me like it continues to be a more explicit stress that they are putting out there. So more and more, they're mentioning it by name. They're talking about how much revenue, they're talking about the growth of the revenue, not just revenue overall, but ad revenue specifically. So what does that mean for you as a seller? Um, well, first off, I think you should be running Etsy ads. I think you should at least be opting into them. I have always said that. I have never wavered from that. I don't think the ads work very well, but I think it is detrimental to you to not have them turned on. Um, and this kind of just backs that up. I've said that for years anecdotally. Again, I hear hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of stories where people tell me I wasn't really making any sales from ads, but then when I turned the ads off, I wasn't making sales that the ads were reporting, but when I turned the ads off, my sales completely stopped. Um, I don't think that's an anecdotal story. I think that that's true. If you turn your ads off, your sales are gonna drop, regardless of whether or not those sales are actually being tracked to ads. I think they bump you up in the search if you have them turned on. Um, but it also means to me that Etsy's motive in marketing their business and moving forward is to attract more sellers. Where you have a company making the bulk of their revenue from sellers and having a higher percentage of growth that they are making versus what they're actually selling. So their revenue going up 10% in spite of the fact that their sales went down almost 
is not good for us as the middleman in that situation because we are directly impacted by that because they don't necessarily care if they're making more gross merchandise sales if their revenue is up as a company. They have to report those earnings to their shareholders, their investors, um, and so they don't really care where that money is coming from. All that matters is that they're making money and that their revenue is going up. So what does that mean for them moving forward in their marketing and how are they going to continue to grow their company? Well, they're making money off of sellers. So they need to grow their seller base. They're not necessarily um, incentivized to grow their buyers. They, they are and they aren't, but in terms of like which one benefits them more, it benefits them more to grow their seller base. That is in stark contrast to what would benefit us as, as those sellers. Um, the other piece of this that I think is really important to note, and I think um, there is not anything that I could say is like, I'm 100% positive that this is happening and this is all the evidence that shows me that. I don't have like anything that has confirmed this, but I will say that this is what I think is happening. I feel pretty, I, I feel pretty sure it's happening. Let's say you have five sellers on Etsy that are all selling the same thing. And you have one seller that's selling $10,000 worth of something and all of the other sellers, the other four, are only selling $100 worth of the same thing. So this one seller now is like, oh my gosh, this is the best platform ever. I love it, it's amazing. The other four are like, eh, mine's not really going anywhere. I'm not really doing much. Those other four are eventually gonna get frustrated by their lack of growth or that one is just gonna completely dominate the market. And those other four are then gonna be like, you know what, I'm gonna close my Etsy shop because this is not working and I'm not making enough money to make it worthwhile. And so now you only have one seller who's making $10,000 and is over the moon. And everybody else gets discouraged and they end up stopping. Now let's say you have those five same sellers but rather than having one with $10,000 worth of sales and the other four with $100 worth of sales, they split it evenly and every seller has $2,000 worth of sales. Now all of a sudden, all five of those sellers are going to be, nobody's going to be so discouraged and nobody's going to be over the moon. They're all gonna be on a more even playing field, which sounds fine in theory, <laughs> but, if you were that seller that was having $10,000 in sales, all of the sudden your sales are dramatically dropping. And I think that that is what happened to Etsy. And I think it has, has been what's happened to those very, very established sellers who are now saying, it's not working so well for me anymore. It's not what it used to be. Now, if you're just getting started on Etsy, you may say $2,000 a month, that sounds amazing. <laughs> but from those of us that come from twenty-five dollars to $30,000 a month in Etsy sales at one period of time, for it to even out like that is not good for your business. And I think that this is where you are having those people that said, you know, $100,000, $500,000 in sales that I've had on Etsy, and all of a sudden, 
I'm making $60,000 a year. What the heck happened? And it happened so fast. This is what I think is happening. I think that they are, whether you want to call it like switching people in and out or cycling through different shops or however you want to verbalize that or call that by name, I think that that is what's happening. It benefits them more as a platform to have five active sellers who are all trying to promote their own shops, so driving more traffic to the platform as a whole, um, which if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, I hope you are not doing that, but there are a lot of people that are. Um, All those people are paying ad fees. All of those people are paying listing fees. All of those people are paying all of these things, you know, They are paying for Etsy Plus. Maybe they're paying for Pattern. There are all these different ways that Etsy's getting that money from you where you can only have one Etsy Plus account. So if you are that $10,000 seller and you have Etsy Plus, it's not like they charge you more just because you're a more successful shop. It benefits them to have more marginally successful shops or more shops that are successful at a level that keeps people locked into the platform, but doesn't dominate the market, it, it, that benefits them more than it does to have these standout shops that are just completely dominating their category. So we're going to talk more in the coming weeks about what I have been doing differently, what I am continuing to do differently and and where that's going to go from here, what I think that means for you as an Etsy seller, as an e-commerce business owner. Hopefully you don't only um, see yourself as an Etsy seller. Hopefully the past, I don't even remember how long I've been doing this podcast, four years or something. Um, You have really taken those lessons to heart where I have said Etsy is not your friend. They are not looking out for you. They are just a platform. They are looking out for number one and that number one is them. It's not you. I don't say this to discourage you. I'm not discouraged in my own business. I'm actually encouraged. I've had a good year of sales, um, but my Etsy sales are down. Um, And I'm not here to tell you that Etsy is a sinking ship and you should you should jump overboard. I don't think that that's true. I will not close my Etsy shop, um, but I also will make sure that the steps that I'm taking in my business are protecting my business because that's what I care about. I don't care about Etsy. Um, It is important to know what's happening in the Etsy market so that I can make sure that I'm protecting my e-commerce business and that I am taking the steps that I need to take to make sure that my business can have the consistency and the revenue and the protection that I need from the fluctuations of somebody else's business that may or may not be working in my favor. I am not a fan of Etsy. I'm not an enemy of Etsy. Etsy is just there. I don't feel any feelings about it. If you, if you, If I were going to feel any feelings about it, I would say that I wish that they would have kept some of the like kind of down home artisan feel that it had when it just got started. But I also understand capitalism. I understand publicly traded companies and that's gone and it's not coming back. (laughs) So I care about these things only so much as it impacts me and it impacts you. And how do you react to these things? Because they do impact you. And so if you continue to do what you've always done and you continue to just 
be frustrated with Etsy or to say like, I, you know, I have added new listings and it's not doing anything and my sales just keep dropping and blah, blah, blah. But you just keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. It is going to impact your bottom line. And all of this shows me that Etsy is doing things that are not working in my favor. And so I need to make sure that I am doing things that are working in my favor. I need to look outside to a larger umbrella of what is going on in my market, in my business, in my revenue, and make sure that my business is taking the steps that it needs to take to protect itself and to continue to grow as a company. Again, this is like a very, uh, this is one of those that I will get emails from people that will say, um, well, you just tell it how it is. <laughs> you are just really blunt and straight to the point. Um, and that is true. And that is just the way that it is. But I don't say that to be depressing or to say like, you know, you should just burn it all to the ground. It's not even worth it anymore. That is absolutely not true. I think that it is incredibly worth it. I am so very thankful for the e-commerce business that I have built. I am so thankful for the flexibility, but that's not Etsy. That's my e-commerce business. My e-commerce business has given me that flexibility. It has given me that income. It has given me that consistency and dependability and all of that, not Etsy. And that is why it is so important for you to protect your business, to protect your investments and your assets and what you have as a company and to not feel so loyal to Etsy or to feel so stuck on Etsy that you can't make those next steps to make sure that you're moving forward in a way that benefits you. I hope this has been helpful. I would love to continue this conversation. If you have questions, if you have comments, if you have thoughts, and if you hated this episode or loved it, connect with me on Instagram at lauren.keplinger. Let's talk about it. This is not an easy time for sales. It's certainly not an easy transition that Etsy is forcing us to make, but it's happening whether you like it or not. So let's do it. Um, let's talk about it. And I would love to connect with you at lauren.keplinger on Instagram. I'll see you there.